Killian is up this week. Also, we got some baby reviews of Left to Suffer and Wolfskin. Episode 8, this is Moshmouth. Today we are talking Factory Reset, the fourth solo studio album by Tillian Pearson, known for his roles as the clean singer of Dance Gavin Dance and the former lead singer and guitarist of Tides of Man. This was released April 23rd, 2021 through Rise Records. Today I am joined by my lovely girlfriend returning again, Phoenix, (laughs) and we have a brand new guest, Maddie. Welcome, you guys. Hi. What's up? How's it going? Good excited all right so today we are doing tillion and maddie we brought you in because i know you're a super big fan of tillion i am i love tillion have you listened to all of his other other records as well um i listened to was it the skeptic i tried i tried so hard to listen to that and you weren't a big fan of you weren't a big fan of the skeptic were you no, I I think the only song I, to be honest, I really liked off of it was um, "Cocky," and that was it. I tried so hard to get in that album, I couldn't do it. I don't know why. No, I understand. I mean, Phoenix, did you do you listen to this? I haven't listened to the album, but the only song I've heard is "Cocky" like previously. So I really okay. do enjoy "Cocky." See, I I wasn't a big fan of the album either. There's like two or three songs on there that I liked, but. I really like his older, older stuff. If you guys have never listened to that, just definitely give that give that a shot sometime because like that's how I fell in love with Tillion. I actually listened to Tillion before I listened to Dance Gavin Dance, surprisingly. So you guys ready to get get into this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we are doing Factory Reset, like I said. It's the fourth solo studio album by Tillion. And this is eleven songs, comes in in about thirty three minutes. The album was produced by Chris crewmate and he has a massive list of production credits he's had a hand in every single dance gavin dance record all the way back to their original whatever i say is royal ocean which most people probably haven't even listened to that or downtown battle mountain like he's been doing this since like 2006 with these guys so he's also produced bands such as issues and knuckle puck sleeping with sirens he also did all the drums on this album Hmm. Well, Tillian performed all the other instruments. So man, the man is talented. All right. So track one, Holy Water. Phoenix, would you like to start us out on what you thought of Holy Water? Yeah, it was funny as I literally, as I was listening to this song, I literally said like, it sounds like he was on acid when he made this. And then literally the next song is called Dose. So it literally came full circle. It made so much sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the overall arcing theme of this album is kind of drug (laughs) drug use. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, what did you think of of this one? Holy Water. I, I liked it. I... It took me a hot minute to get into it at first. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the more I kept listening to it, I was like, okay, I like this. Like, I thought it was, like, a good song, like, for, like, the opener of the album. And like Phoenix said, 
like he's on acid and then the next song is literally dose like how ironic <laughs> right. i mean i like yeah. i think a lot of the songs for me were that way too like a lot of the songs the first listen i was kind of like eh, i'm not really sure and then after a couple couple listens i i was a big fan mm-hmm. but uh yeah holy water this one's actually one of my favorites on the album um I think it has super dope guitar and bass work, but also I think this one also reminds me a lot of Dance Gavin Dance in the chorus. I mean, it's hard not to compare to Dance Gavin Dance just because he's a lead singer. But uh, I also like this one because it has some really good lyrics. I mean, this one's clearly, I'm pretty sure, is about alcohol. I mean, he goes, burning down the back of your throat, ignite the flame, melt away sensations, bound to yesterday. And kind of seems like the holy water, maybe it's... I don't know. Vodka. Isn't that the song that also he's like comparing like a bunch of random shit like pigeons and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it has some. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that when you're drunk, but yeah. Yeah, it has some really interesting lyrics, but I kind of like these ones because they're not as douchey as, as some of the other ones. Yeah. That's fair. He can't, you know, it's Tillian, so he gets kind of, he gets a little cocky. Ha. So, <laughs> so <laughs> So let's talk about uh, the second track, Dose. It was the lead single. Uh, Maddie, what did you think of what do you think of Dose? I like Dose right when I heard it. I thought the lyrics were pretty good. I liked all like the references, like gonna keep that fever running and like only I can keep you wheezing, honey. I was like, she like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Tillian. But yeah, I, he, he likes like to that. he he likes to throw his uh his sex appeal around. I think yeah. a little bit. I think he's very self aware that he's a a good looking man. At he least does. according to at least according to me and Maddie Phoenix, you don't think he's that no, good. I, but, I actually yeah. made a, a, a joke and said it's kind of like a crimson chin look alike, but that's that's just me. See, I I think he's attractive. <laughs> so Maddie, I I understand. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Phoenix, what did you think about Dose? Okay, so I might be like the odd one out here but i literally thought this was like low-key cute as fuck like the lyrics is <laughs> when he's all like we'll dose away the blues i was like oh like in a way it's really cute and but like i mean, I mean the whole theme of the song is also kind of cute i mean i guess i didn't really pick up on the sexual references to be honest but maybe i'm just too innocent i don't know but i, I thought it was cute. i don't know i mean i think it's it's a trippy synth filled kind of focused on drugs was what i got we all have our own interpretations so, Stefan. <laughs> yeah i guess so i mean i like this song though like like you said maddie this was one of the few songs that like right away i listened to it and i was like yeah i like this this was i think this was a good choice as the this was the lead single the first single which i think was a, a good choice because it definitely kind of represents the sound of the album as as a whole you mm-hmm. know trippy synth filled rock kind of focused on the drugs. Uh, I also think that this one kind of points back to the the album artwork as well. I mean, which I love, by the way, but it's so like trippy with the rainbows and, you know, just kind of reminds me of being on acid. Reminds you of being on acid? Even though I've never been on acid. I've never been on acid, sorry. Uh-huh. I haven't. I I promise, Mom. Don't don't listen to this one. (laughs) All right, let's talk uh, number three. Caught in the Carousel. I'll start on this one. Uh, this one was like kind of a grower for me. 
I wasn't like super huge on it at first, but after listening to it like three or four times, I was like jamming out to this one. It feels like super summery. This is something like I would put on if we were going down the Sugar River tubing. And that's such a Midwest (laughs) thing to say. But Maddie, what did you think of Caught in the Carousel? I didn't like that this song that much. Like, okay, I don't, I don't know why. It kind of reminded me a lot of the 1975 a little bit. Okay, like sure, I can the definitely. Way the guitar sounds, I guess, is what I initially thought of. But I like the song now, but it's not my favorite. I will say that. Okay, so it's one of your one of your least favorites. Here like then. it's yeah, it's catchy. But I don't hate it. It's just like, I was just like, eh, okay. Okay. Phoenix, what did you think of Caught in the Carousel? This was actually my favorite single. Um, I don't know. It's the one I've just been finding myself humming like the last week or so. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That one's just super duper catchy with his highs. Gotcha. So Maddie Maddie wasn't a fan of this one, but you you liked this one. Correct. Okay, so let's talk about track number four. Anthem. This one was another single. It kind of starts out with like a super trippy uh, synthesizer. I also really, I enjoy the acoustic guitar backing on this one a lot. This one kind of reminds me a lot of Tillian's like older stuff as well. And I think that's kind of why I enjoy this one. So I was a big fan of of Anthem. What do you think of uh, Anthem, Phoenix? Um, Well, funny you say that. It was my least favorite single. Okay. Um, I I don't know. Lyrically, it literally sounds like a Post Malone song. So I can't like, okay. I don't know what it is. I think it's because it's like a really like rap-like flow that he's got going on. And like yeah, just when he's lyrically, like, my motherfucking sounds, anthem. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I, I can, can literally it. see Post Malone, like at least covering it or something. That would be the crossover we never <laughs> expected, but kind of need. I could see it happening. So you weren't a big fan. Maddie, what did you think of Anthem? I really liked Anthem. Like Okay. Right away. I thought that I thought the music video was super cool, but like one thing I noticed, maybe I'm just like slow, but like he uses so many big words half the time. I'm like, what is he literally like talking about? But like I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was super catchy. You can use it a lot of I know your Stefan thing is the O. O's and all that stuff. He uses a lot of that in that song. Yeah, he does the whoa, oh, 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 you know, and you're right. Normally I'm not like a big on that, but I don't know. I've I've been listening to Tillian for so long and he does that a lot in a lot of his songs. So it actually doesn't really bother me as it would maybe normally in some other stuff. But (laughs) I did remember. (laughs) Well (laughs) Okay, so that was Anthem. Let's talk about track number five breathe which is basically kind of just an interlude basically i mean it's like two minutes long it's like super dreamy kind of i don't know i think it works for the most part in the context of the album but i will say since the album only has 10 tracks i feel like this track would have been better if it was either longer or we had an additional track i don't know there's not much to say about about breathe i guess would you what do you think of Breathe, Maddie? I even though it's short, I did like it a lot. It does re- remind me a lot of um, Night Verses. Like, a yeah, lot. I can see that. And I'm pretty sure, like, I watched an interview with him one time, and he said he was he like tried out 
for Night Versus, like before Douglas was the singer. So really, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he did. So I just, I don't know. I guess it's like the melodic sound. It sounds like Night Versus, but I liked it. I think it could have been longer. What What did you think of uh, Breathe, Phoenix? Yeah, the first thing I thought is I, was, I definitely thought it was an interlude of some sort. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was lyrics, but not very many. But it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, it's it's a pretty short one, but that's interesting, Maddie. I had I had no idea that 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 was a thing. So that mm-hmm. that's cool. But yeah, this album is really kind of like it kind of goes all over the place a little bit, which I kind of like. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, whoa, like we're going we're going all over the place. So. Uh, let's talk about track six. All I crave is peace. And I'll talk about this one first. I think this one had really good guitar and another kind of dance game and dance kind of type of vibe to it. But actually, after looking at into this album, like and the personnel, like who recorded it and all this, I actually found out one of the guitarists from the band Wolf and Bear, uh, Louis Baltazar. He actually features on this one. And if you guys have never heard of Wolf and Bear, they're basically kind of sound almost exactly like Dance Gavin Dance with the chaotic screamed vocals with the high clean, clean vocals and like the kind of the crazy technical guitar. So he actually features as the guitarist on this one, which kind of makes sense why I was like, oh, this sounds kind of like Dance Gavin Dance because it's the guitarist from Wolf and Bear. So this is kind of like a track for fans who are looking for more of that dance given dance sound in Tillian's solo stuff, I would say. But what do you, what do you think of, of this one, Phoenix? I liked this one because there was, um, it was a really fun breakdown, like three quarters into the song. And I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed that breakdown. It was fun. So you liked kind of like the heavier type vibe from it then? I mean, in general, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think, Maddie? I... I it, it was okay to me. I did think of I like agree with you about like the dance Gavin dance because I was thinking I get the whole dance Gavin dance vibe like the whole time. Mostly, mm-hmm. I think it, maybe it was the guitar, but some of his like lyrics like you could literally fit. Maybe I'm on like maybe I'm like hallucinating or whatever, but like I was like, oh, you could fit these lyrics into a dance Gavin dance song. No, for sure. You, I definitely would agree with you. I mean, yeah. this one, this one is kind of like ripped straight out of dance Gavin dances kind of playbook right kind of from from everything and again I like dance Gavin dance obviously but I will say when I do listen to Tillian stuff I kind of like when he does the different stuff because if I want to listen to dance Gavin dance I'm gonna go I'm gonna go listen to them not you know not Tillian solo stuff but it's still it's a good I liked it it's a good track but a bit almost a bit too dance Gavin dance type Mm -hmm. vibes for me but uh, let's talk probably one of the weirdest songs, at least I think it is. Uh, number seven, Is Anarchy a Good Hobby? Uh, Maddie, do you, do you want to talk about that one? I love that song. Okay. I fucking love that song. Like, I remember when he dropped like the little, what do you call it? Little video before it even dropped like anything. I was like, Yeah, the teaser. Yeah, it was the teaser. Thank you. And I don't know how to describe it. Like the the chorus like just like the straight beat i was like i hope that's in the song and it was and i was so excited and y'all are gonna hate me for this i was getting a little <laughs> tool vibes from it 
Just a little bit. No, uh, I, I, no, I, I was actually going to bring that up. You're right. I, it, it, it does have some tool vibes to it, and I, I like that part of it too. But you're talking about that super weird part where it like cuts off and it has just like that. It's like bass beat. Yeah, yeah. And then he like does like the almost spoken word over over the beat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's super strange and it's weird because that part reminded me of Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, I could I could see that too. Like Sonamo. So did, did you not like this song, Phoenix? What do you think? Um, I have mixed feelings because this particular song makes me feel like I'm on acid because there's like so many different like vocal layers going on to where it's kind of like ethereal in a way. But then I don't know, there's a lot of different sounds, so it kind of sounds like multiple songs like on one track. Yeah, it, this one is this one's really really strange even for yeah. Tillian um and I've kind of gone gone back and forth between like really liking it and then I'm kind of then I'll listen to it some other times and I'm like I I don't want to listen to this so yeah that one was probably one of the strangest ones so but I agree with you Maddie it definitely has a uh, it has a little bit of tool vibes in it with the just some of the strangeness and some of the song structure it really I I had that thought a couple times I was like this is kind of kind of like tool blake would probably like this oh my god <laughs> yeah he would <laughs> let's talk about the next one the title track factory reset i'll uh i'll go on this one this one's this one's so interesting as well i think these are this is probably the other strange one we get like the rap hip-hop beat kind of going and we also get tillian using a, a little auto tune which is a really interesting stylistic choice because tillian is like a god tier vocalist that obviously doesn't need to use auto tune. He just uses it as a as an artistic thing. I think the song is strange and weird, but it also kind of works pretty well for the style he's going for. I think like the reason this album works on a lot of these strange songs is because the production is really good. But this also songs songs also pretty short too. Uh, I think it's like just over two minutes. What would you think of? Uh, of this one, Phoenix? Uh, with this one, I totally thought it, it was very poppy. Like, I could definitely see it being on the radio. I mean, considering there's a clap track, auto-tune. It's an interesting vibe, and I, I thought it was interesting that you didn't mind the clap track because you hate clap track. I normally do, yeah. But for <laughs> this one, I was like, eh, it's fine. It's just Tillian, like, experimenting, doing super weird shit, which I'm I mean, always it wasn't for. front and center either. It, it definitely wasn't like the the heartbeat of the song yeah what what do you think of this one maddie when i first heard it i was like what the fuck like it's just, <laughs> it's just so different the the beat literally sounds like it's a rap song like i don't i don't hate it i don't love it it's catchy but it literally reminded me of the time when like belmont tried to yeah have that one rap song in it and i was like what like and also like the ending of the song like I don't know what it was like that laughing. It's just like it's just so different. Like where is this coming yeah. from? It was like it was like him. I think that was like them in the studio recording it, and they just like left it in there as like a little stylistic choice. I've noticed like some bands will do that, and sometimes yeah. it'll like work. Sometimes it'll like work really well because you're like, oh, this band's so like they're so lighthearted. Ha ha, this is fun. And then sometimes they do it, and you're just like, why the fuck do you do that? So, but yeah, factory reset. I've kind of like gone back and forth on it. I. I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. So that's kind of, it's kind of sitting right in the middle for me. But uh, yeah, that's factory reset. So let's do 
track number nine, Imagination. Uh, Maddie, do you want to start us with that one? Um, I kind of feel the same way with this song like I do with Factory Reset. Like, I feel like I should be clubbing when I listen to the song. Like, that's like the yeah, beat that I like get. That. It's like the vibe. I don't. Also, another the lyric... electric beat going. Yeah. The lyric that like threw me off completely was like, been three weeks. I want to make you my missus. I was like, excuse me. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I should be in a club. Yeah, I was like, sign me up. But then I was like, I feel like I should be in a club in Chicago right now, like drinking while Tillian's yeah, singing I to mean, me. <laughs> it's it's Tillian being a, being a fuck boy. Like he like he seems to, seems to love to do in a lot of this his solo stuff, which is, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's cool, I guess. This one. I instantly thought of the band. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they're called Polyphia. There's a they're like an a, a, an instrumental, like guitar driven kind of type band. Yeah, and that's what I thought of right away with the guitar because it has that really intricate guitar. And then after looking into the album, I actually found out that Polyphia's guitarist actually was doing the guitars on this one. So I was like, I was right, I guess. <laughs> so him being a fuck is just. <laughs> Sometimes it really bothers me, and other time I'm like, "All right, Tillian, I feel you. I guess I can't relate, but you know, whatever." It, it, you know, it's it's kind of a cool track, but like you said, Maddie, it kind of feels like should be in like some sort of club or something because of like the the electric beat and mm-hmm. I don't know the lyrics and stuff. Uh, what do you think of this one, Phoenix? It's funny that y'all are saying club music because I got Latin club music. <laughs> like, okay yeah up, it's, it's got those latin vibes and i personally just did not like this track i mean it'd be maybe cool to like dance to as like a remix like in a club i don't know <laughs> like, i guess yeah i'm saying club and here i am i've never actually been to a club so i don't i don't i don't know what the I fuck i'm talking that. about yeah i've never been to, have you been to a club before maddie girl the closest thing i've been to a club was whiskey ranch downtown that's the closest i've ever okay, been to so- a club <laughs> No, so, so no. we have the same the we have the same experience thing i've ever heard from both of y'all yeah yeah i've never been to a club sorry That's so hilarious. it's just my imagination then but yeah i guess <laughs> ah. it is it is the latin i can hear the latin thing you know the latin influence as well and it's funny because dance gavin dance's uh last album after burner had a lot of latin influence on a lot of their songs and that one too so i'm starting to wonder if that's if that's Tillian's doing in that one. I mean, they have a, the song that's in Spanish in, mm-hmm. on their last album. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that has something to do with Tillian's influences or maybe, I don't know if he has family. I, I don't know. It's interesting though. But yeah, this one, this track was, it, it was I, I guess. Um, let's talk track number 10, Act Out. This is like a, basically a straightforward party song. Uh, Phoenix, do you want to, you want to start with this one? Yeah, I literally saw like the same thing. Like it's a very chill day drink on the river party song. It's not lyrically astounding or anything, but I mean, if you're drinking on the river, who cares, right? Yeah, I would agree. I think it's it's a fun song. What do you think of it, Maddie? I think it's a fun song. It's very like 80s to me. I feel like, I don't know, the sound of it also reminds me of like, it's supposed to be like inspirational, even though it's a little about partying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could say I could. I could kind of see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's like you both have said though. I mean, it's basically a straightforward party song. The lyrics, if you actually read them are kind of like a little cringe, but 
at the same time, I'm like, it's Tillian. He's chilling. He's, you know, he's vibing. He's partying. This is cool. He wants to go to Vegas. I'll go to Vegas with you, Tillian. I mean, that sounds, that sounds dope. Am I going to get you back after that trip or? I don't know. You have to ask him. (laughs) I'll go to Vegas with Tillian. Stop. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know you will, Maddie. You don't have to tell us. But yeah, this was a fun. I don't know. It's it's a fun track. It's actually I'd probably actually list it as one of my top favorite tracks on it, just because like it is a really fun, super catchy song. Like if this song comes on my shuffle, I'm probably never going to skip this song because it's a fun song. Fair enough. But uh, that'll take us to the last track, track number eleven, "Hands Around My Throat." Very sexy, Tillian. Um, this Did one has some lyrics. Well, no. Well, yes, I mean, but yeah. Uh, this one has like some super dope guitar, though. I will say this is kind of like the most straightforward, just like rock song. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Um, though I will say it kind of like ends abruptly, and it kind of seems like a strange choice for like the end of the album because it kind of just ends, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess the album's done now. So. I mean, I see it as more know. of like storytelling throughout the album. I mean, you know, he's on acid, he's partying, and then he's fighting with his girlfriend. <laughs> like... Yeah, I, I guess you're. So, did you did you enjoy this one, Phoenix? I mean, it's definitely catchy, and I do really like the instrumentals throughout. I felt like it was really instrumental heavy. Yeah, for sure. It has like the it's heavy on the guitar for sure. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Maddie? Are y'all gonna hate me if I say I didn't like the guitar? Like no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know, and I agree. It kind of just ends. And you're like, what? Like that? That's it? Like yeah. I thought the chorus was really good. It's it is catchy, but I I don't know. It just the sound of the guitar was like maybe I just need to listen to it like 15 more times or something. But it just, <laughs> it just ends. It stops, and then you're like, yep. Well, well, shit. Oh, we're done. We're done now. But yeah, I mean, I liked it for what it was, but. I also don't think it was a good choice for end ending drag, but if you've listened to any of my you know other reviews, like I really like when an album like has a super strong start, and then it kind of I love when you know the final song on the album kind of wraps everything up. And when it's I didn't cohesive. really get, I didn't really get that from this one. This one just kind of felt like let's place these tracks in this order, and that's good enough, kind of. Which that's fine. Not every album has to be cohesive, I guess, but. It, it kind of just ended abruptly and I didn't really like that. So, but that's the whole album. I mean, so I'll say this. I mean, I enjoyed this album more than I thought I would. I kind of didn't think I, I was kind of like skeptical on it because I didn't really like his last album that much, This you know, the skeptic. So it was like a fun experimental album. It had some like really big, big fun, like summery vibes and, it was it was enjoyable to listen to and i think he had a lot of experimentation that that worked and then i think he also had a lot of experimentation that didn't work i would give this probably album i don't know 6.5 out of 10 maybe a 7 out of 10 it was all right what do you think phoenix um i mean i can't really judge the album just based off of not being super familiar with his material but i mean just as a general rating on any album for like listenability and playability if i was just like chilling in my car would i turn it on probably not but like if i was like hanging out with all of you guys or like with friends it would probably come on sure sure so out of 10 what would you if you had to 
Yeah, just give it a number. Oh, it's really hard. Um, six out of ten. Okay, six out of ten. Maddie, what do you think? I uh, I really like the album. To be honest, I thought it was a really good album. I mean, some of the songs were like, okay. I mean, I probably I probably give it like a seven and a half or eight. Like I I've been listening to it like every day since it came out. Like okay. I think it's good. I put it on like while I clean the house or like work out or something like that. Like I've been doing that a lot. I like the album. Sure. Sure. Well that's cool. So you'd give it you'd give it about a seven point five or, or an eight then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dope. So we kind of were all like a little bit different on this one. So that's always cool though. That's why I brought you in, Maddie, because I thought, you know, you haven't been on here before and I know you love music just as much as all of us that have been on here before. So thanks yeah. for uh, coming on and uh, like giving us, you giving us your thoughts. Yeah. Thank you. I'd find. Yeah. No problem. Cool. Well, we'll have to do it again sometime. And uh, of course, Phoenix, thank you again for like the fourth time being on here, I think. So. I don't know. I think this is only like my third time. Oh, okay. Maybe third time, but all right. Well, thank you guys very much. That was Tillion with factory reset thanks guys hope you guys enjoyed that uh tillion review let's move on to the new releases for the week i have a couple mini reviews here uh the first band i wanted to cover is atlanta metalcore band left to suffer they have released on death a six song ep and this shit is good they bring the downtune goodness in a perfect balance of metalcore deathcore and some new metal elements thrown in there. They're all masterfully combined to bring a face-melting wall of heavy. They have a stacked guest roster as well, including Crystal Lake frontman Ryo Kinoshita, Alpha Wolf vocalist Lochi, and Chelsea Grin and Darko frontman Tom Barber. If you're into heavy music, this is a definite must-listen. It's a solid 9 out of 10 EP Go check out Left to Suffer on Death. Also, another smaller metalcore band I wanted to cover, South Dakota. Yes, really, they're actually from South Dakota. Metalcore band, Wolf Skin. They have released a self-released seven-song EP titled Scorpion. This one is also extremely good. It has some surprising variety on it, too. We get some straight-up beat-down fight music with Demigod. We also get some turntable heavy new metal, full clean singing song with pressure. The final song also reminds me heavily of King 810, and that's in a good way. I know a lot of people don't like King 810, but these guys are experimenting with some heavy sounds, some heavy shit, and I'm definitely here for it. Go check these guys out. They are self-released. South Dakota's Wolf Skin, and that's it for the new releases. There wasn't too much. And let's talk some singles. We got our first taste of the Z2 EP by Devil Wears Parada. It was gifted to us last week. It slaps. To me, personally, it was a perfect combination of that early 2000s metalcore sound of the original Zombie EP. And then they kind of combined that with their newer, more mature sound that we got with the act. And I loved the act. I loved the original Zombie EP. And it felt like you just slapped them together. I loved it. I can't wait for the full thing in May. We also got another new single from Beartooth. They released Hell of It, and this one actually really surprised me. 
It really surprised me on how straightforward heavy it is. I really enjoyed it. I'm still not a big fan of the mix so far on this album, but maybe it'll grow on me. But I really enjoyed this one. It really reminded me of their earlier disgusting days, which is always a good thing. We also got our first single from UK's Wargasm in a Hot Minute. I'm definitely here for these guys. This is one of my favorite newer bands. They put out the song Your Patron Saints. That's along with an accompanying music video. It was super dope. Give me more, please. Album When. We also had another of Mice and Men single drop titled Bloom. That comes along with the announcement of another EP coming at the end of May. That's out via Sharp Tone. I am actually quite enjoying this new era of Sharp Tone of Mice and Men. I'm excited to hear the, the EP. I liked I enjoyed the first one. We also got another single from Screamo Band, Wrist Meets Razor, entitled Anemic, The Same Six Words. I love the first single, Last Tango in Paris. I'm living for this throwback sound. I'm super pumped on their new album, Replica of a Strange Love. That's out June 11th. We are also getting a new Spirit Box song and video tonight, April 29th. And we also should be getting a new Kane Hill song tomorrow. That's Friday the 30th of April. It's going to be a good weekend. I believe that Kane Hill song is called Blood and Honey, but I'm not sure. We'll find out. I love all the shit that Kane Hill puts out. They're one of my favorite bands. And that's it. That's all I got today. Uh, keeping it short and sweet this week. I will see you guys next week. This has been Moshmouth. Bye-bye.